This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Let's make this clear from the jump. President Joe Biden isn't coming for your gas stove. The Biden administration and Democrats have insisted that fears of a federal gas stove ban anytime soon are unfounded. But conservatives began championing gas stoves in their latest culture war last week. That's after an article came out about a potential gas stove ban from the Consumer Product Safety Commission, which regulates a range of consumer products for safety and health risks. Here's the thing. Scientific evidence points to a link between a higher risk of respiratory problems and gas stoves. And nationwide since 2019, state and local governments have begun implementing bans. Almost 100 cities have enacted some form of a gas ban. And just last week, New York proposed what would be the first statewide ban on gas stoves in new homes and apartments. So today, we check in with Politico's Alex Guillen about how this gas stove issue started and what the rights gas stove freakout is really about. It's Wednesday, January 18th. So Alex, there's been quite the freakout about gas stoves in the last few weeks, even though President Joe Biden and Democrats have said they're not going after them in any federal policy or legislation. So how did this all start then? Yeah, so last Monday, Bloomberg ran a story after they talked to one of the commissioners on the Consumer Product Safety Commission about an upcoming sort of inquiry they're going to be doing about gas stoves and potential health risks from that. It's something that public health advocates have been worried about for a while, and there have been more and more studies lately. But there's still a lot of questions about it, and so it's something the commission's going to look into. But what Bloomberg did was the headline they ran said that the commission is considering a federal ban on gas stove sales, which is technically true, but is easily the most extreme option that the commission might ultimately end up going with. And so that obviously got a lot of people up in arms pretty quickly and really snowballed. Yeah. And Republicans and conservative pundits, along with Senator Joe Manchin, centrist Democrat of West Virginia, have jumped in on this issue, though, for the last few weeks. They've expressed alarm about the fate of America's gas stoves. What's this freak out really about? And why has this issue just become part of the culture wars? So although the idea of a federal gas stove ban is new, and probably unlikely, the idea of subnational bans on gas products is not. This has actually been happening for a few years for gas stoves specifically. The first city that banned them in new construction was Berkeley back in 2019. And almost 100 uh, other cities and communities around the U.S. have followed suit since then, including a few major cities like New York, San Francisco, And so it's very much starting to bubble up at the local level is something people are instituting in some states and pushing back against in others. The idea of a federal ban really tapped into that kind of concern, even though it's all happening at at really the municipal level at this point. There are other areas where states are moving on um, natural gas powered appliances. For example, Washington state just banned gas heat in new homes and apartment buildings, requiring electric pumps instead. So there are other products where this applies to, but gas stoves are easy for everyone to understand. Everyone's got a stove in their kitchen, whether it be gas or electric. And so it quickly can tap into sort of the, the culture war aspect. And, you know, that's probably the second more cynical part of this is 
this presented an opportunity for some partisanship and some sniping at the Biden administration and in clear terms that Americans could easily understand, you know, this, the idea of a gas stove ban is easily digestible to anybody. It's not a vague regulation about some pollutant you may or may not have heard of. And so it was sort of an easy political gab. I just actually got an email from a dark money group calling it Stovegate. So we've somehow managed to reach the gate level here, even though this is not a scandal in any way and is essentially highly theoretical. But it just goes to show you how quickly these kind of things can become symbols in the broader political fight. For sure. And as you mentioned, the Consumer Product Safety Commission, though, does have other options to regulate gas stoves. So what else could they do that stops short of a ban? Yeah, so this is something the commission's going to have to parse through and figure out as they go through their process, which will take some time for sure. Last year, New York University put out a paper that sort of theorized the kind of things that the CPSC could do with its existing authorities, things that fall short of a ban. There's more minor things like educational campaigns. Actually, public health advocates are saying that this whole political flap has done more than anything else in history to raise Americans' awareness of the potential, you know, pollution and health risks associated with gas stoves. The CPSC could require warning labels on products, which of course is something people are familiar with from other products. And then the thing a lot of public health advocates really want is mandatory safety standards of some kind to curb or reduce pollution from those stoves when they're in use. So it's not really clear what exactly those kind of mandatory standards would look like, but there's a range of options there. I think there's a lot to be explored. And of course, this kind of thing falls under the CPSC jurisdiction because it's a product, it involves indoor air quality, which is outside the purview of EPA and its, its usual pollution rules that I'm on here talking about. Also, the Interior Department is shaking up which of its agencies will manage renewable energy responsibilities. Interior announced on Tuesday it has shifted responsibility for offshore renewable energy-related safety and environmental protections from the Bureau of Ocean Energy Management to the Bureau of Safety and Environmental Enforcement. The move eases the burden on BOEM, which up to this point has been the primary federal agency overseeing offshore wind. New offshore wind duties that will now fall under BSEE include evaluating offshore wind farm design, installation, and decommissioning. BOEM will remain responsible for determining where offshore wind farms can be located and holding lease auctions, among other tasks. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that one day can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com slash RNG.